Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 11 to 1, Monday Motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. Starting a weight loss journey is challenging, but starting a weight loss journey for the second time is a pretty incredible achievement. Stephen Dever from Kells was literally the cover man for Weight Watchers magazine. He'd lost a huge amount of weight and was feeling good. But after reaching his target weight, he left the group and just five months later, he piled most of it back on. Feeling low, turning to food and drink to eat away his problems, he hated looking in the mirror until he realised that he needed to get a handle on his mental health before he could battle the bulge once again. He was eating and drinking himself to death, but he says joining a running fraternity saved him and gave him a new life beyond his wildest dreams. I'm delighted to speak to Stephen Dever from Kells, who joins me now for much needed Monday motivation. How are you doing, Stephen? Hello, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. Now, take me back to the start now. Would you have always been a fella that loved his food, even from childhood? Yeah, I have a great appetite, like, you know, um, always like my food. Um, never really complained about my ass, you know, that's the way I, I have been and still like my food to this day, thank God, you know, so... Uh, yeah, and your, so your mother never had any problems with pickiness or any of that, would you? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I was a bus and sprout lover, so that that was all right. So, you know. <laughs> Unlike most children yeah, or, and adults as well. Um, mm. So when did you start then to notice the weight creeping on? Was it in your, say, 20s, teens? I think uh, it was around me, uh, me 20s. Um, I, we were living out in Drumbara at the time and we, I moved, uh, when I was living in Drumbara, we had the football pitch beside us. So I was always out there kicking the ball around the place and doing stuff around the farm. So I was kept fit. But when I moved into Kaz, I wasn't doing the things I was doing when I was out in Drumbara, like, you know, so, um, it was, um, that's when they started noticing things, clothes start getting tighter on me. But, uh, you know, and there would be the odd uh, slagging about me weight. Uh, and they took no notice of it. That was it. Like, uh, it was just, that's when it started happening, to yeah. be honest. So so, you, so it starts to creep on. You start noticing it. People start noticing it. So what was your diet like back then? What would a typical day's eating have looked like for you? Um, well, you know, I, 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 I ate proper meals. Three mm. meals there properly. But it was the damage you did in between. Like it was, you know, I loved my crisps and my chocolate and, and bread. Oh, and that, Stephen. The, the evil of all evils. <laughs> you know? It he, is. He's it, just a beast. 
huh? <laughs> it totally is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'm a great one for blaming other things on weight gain mm. rather than, than my eating. Like, you know, I'd say mm. things like, oh, you know, it's hormones, we've gone a bit haywire mm. or maybe it's just a bit of water retention. Did you find yourself giving yourself different excuses as opposed to kind of actually absolutely. facing up to it? Absolutely. Blaming yeah. stuff from uh, growing up. Blaming this, blaming that and uh, using that as an excuse to comfort eat and drink as well. Mm. Um, anything that was going on on a personal level for me, I would, uh, would have been shoving the problems down my throat instead of letting them out of my mouth and talking about them. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, and there's so many people out there, Stephen, that can mm. absolutely re- relate to that, uh, w- mm. that you're, you're talking about. So you do have a light bulb moment and you thought, you know, enough is enough. I mm. have to lose weight. So tell me about that. What kind of provoked this or what uh, inspired you to start getting on a healthier eating track? This is the first time around. Yes, the first time around, yeah. Um, I was... Uh I was at home one evening. It was a Monday evening and uh, I wasn't feeling too great. And I, I thought I was having a heart attack, to be honest with you. I was having pains in my chest. This was uh, from in his mid-twenties. Right. And um, I um, went to Dr. Roncal and uh, they said I had pleurisy. And uh, I was I was bedbound for like two weeks, nearly two weeks a month around that. I can't really remember. But mm. uh, all I remember is the pains I had in my back. You know, and yeah. it was a struggle because of the illness and the weight on top of the illness. It was just a, a total hard ordeal. That's when the light bulb moment came on. And um, family were saying to me, why don't you go to Weight Watchers in Kells? And uh, over to the Gail Common GA Centre, where they were doing at the time. And uh, I said, oh, I'll go over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they went over, got weighed. And when they seen the weight, like it was... 21 stone, nine and a half pounds, something like that. Wow, okay. And that was a shock. That yeah, was a shock. absolutely. And there's nothing like stepping on the scales, particularly in a Weight Watchers class in front of people. I mean, like, how did you feel walking into that slimming group and seeing that weight for the first time? Because there's a lot of emotion. Like, I mean, you feel guilt. You feel, mm. how can I let myself go right. to this? You feel kind of a little bit helpless as well. Mm-hmm. I, um, felt, how would I put it, well I was going into a room full of women because yeah. a lot of women go to Weight Watchers and, and it's men, the men can go as well by the way, you know, oh, yeah. no, you know but the, this this stigma with Weight Watchers, it can be for men as well, you know, you know and there is men classes out there now, thank God but um, I think when I went in there and I just said to myself, it's time to swallow my pride because I I thought I was nearly going to die a few weeks ago. So like this this has to change, you know. So mm. when I got up in the scales, at least I had that template to work from. Then I remember my first week, I didn't eat any rubbish. I and uh, I went back and I lost seven pounds. Wow. Well. You know, and as as expected, if you put the walk in and yes. you put a lot of weight on you, it should fall off you quicker at the start, not forever. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. There's there's great weeks where you lose, like, you know, a couple of pounds like that. And then there's some weeks yeah. where you might stay the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was a big, you know, that was a big thrill for me, you know. And, uh, you know, I had a good run of it. Mm. Um, I got a certificate for losing 100 pounds. Uh, then, you know, I stopped going. 
Well, you see, this is the thing. So you, you, as you said, you became a fantastic, you know, I suppose, advertisement for slimming groups like Weight Watchers. How yeah. much did you lose? So you had £100 in total off. That was kind of your target, was it? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was me, me, me my £100. And I stopped going. And um, uh, I stopped going because I thought I could do it by myself. I yeah. didn't need to go anymore because I lost weight and I didn't need it anymore. But then that's when the weight started creeping back on again. Mm. And, you know, before I knew it, I was up five stone. Yeah. And that was, you know, and I was wearing all the clothes that I hadn't dumped that I prioritised back on me again, which I, one word of advice, if you're down to your target weight, don't hold on to any old clothes because you could go right back into them again. Always have an incentive. Keep to the by the sizes you fit your good. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. That's one word of advice I would give. And it, things got worse then. It was food and alcohol. That was it. Because I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. I was disappointed in myself for putting up the five stone, you know. Mm. And the drinking deteriorated. Uh, my, uh, my eating deteriorated. I was going to walk. Missing day to walk. It was affecting everything. It was affecting my mental health. I was uh, a mess. You know, it was just, it was um, it was just the same old, same old, you know, Monday, this is a new week, change everything, by Thursday, Friday, back to the same stuff again. I, I firmly believe when I stopped drinking, that's when things changed, mm. big time. When you're going through that, and I absolutely mm. know, because I was somebody as well who, you know, lost a good bit of weight and uh, sitting here today talking to you with a, a fair bit of that back on again. There's oh. a lot of there's a lot of shame tied into this. Like, how could I let myself get back to where I was? Yes. What kind of things were you saying to yourself? You know, when you'd you'd go by the mirror and you'd try and duck away from it and not look at it. What uh, were you saying to yourself at this time? I hate myself. I absolutely hate what I saw in the mirror. Hated it. Hated the person I became, um, mentally and physically. And, uh, you know, I was still trying to convince myself going into shops that I could put on large, large clothes on now, mm. and they weren't fitting me. And there was one moment I was in Dublin, and I don't wear in Dublin, but I was trying on the top, and it was large. And there was no other sizes after that. I said, ah, sure. I'll try this on. And I was so deflating. It wouldn't fit me. I just was absolutely gutted, to be honest with you. It really messed with me head. And I didn't, the, the, the light bulb moment didn't happen after that. It got worse after that, you know, as well. Because mm. I just, I thrown in the towel, like, you know, yeah. I was I was in my late 20s, uh, early 30s, and I was basically a walking heart attack. And Stephen, um, when did when did you then turn things around the second time? Because as you say, this didn't happen overnight. This was something that you battled with for an awful long time. Uh, well, turn into food and drink to to help yourself cope mm. through the inner the inner mm. uh, problems that you were having. So mm. so what's flicked it around for you? Well, what flipped it around was on the twenty first of March two thousand and seven. I had my last alcohol drink. Um. And the next day, I knew I had to do something about myself. Lying on the couch, dying with a hangover and looking like crap, I had to do something about myself. You know, I had to. So I got help for what I uh, for my, my alcohol problem, and that helped me 
there with that. And when I was working on myself on that, I went back to Weight Watchers. And um, that really helped because when I was um, getting all the stuff out of my system uh, mentally, I was able to deal with myself physically yes. and, and, and better because I had more of a purpose now. My head was clear, which meant I was able to deal with my weight, you know, and um, that was a big thing for me, you know, that was big. Like, a you massive, know. that was a massive thing for you. And, you know, like you say, it's it's so easy to, to block out things that are going on with us internally mm. and to, you know, drink away or eat away mm. our problems, mm. use other things to as a crutch. But another thing that you did was you discovered running and running clubs have been a real lifeline for you throughout all of this. Tell me about running and how you feel when you go out for a run. Running is great and I love going out for a run. I went out yesterday at around one o'clock and I got drowned. I didn't care. (laughs) Fair play to you. I don't care. I went out. It It was a bit windy, but it wasn't that bad. I was able to go out and I enjoyed it. That's what I like about it. Running started for me back in 2015 um, when I uh, I had stuff going on on a personal level. I, w- I decided I needed to do something to keep my head occupied Yes. while all this was going on. And I joined the running club. I was living in Kerry at the time and in the town called the Stole. Oh, lovely. For the old horse racing. And yes. Of course. And... I joined the running club there called Kerry Crusaders and uh, it got my head clear and um, it was it was good for me. And then after a while, uh, I started mixing with other running clubs and there there was one in Tralee called Born to Run and a fantastic running club. Great name. And, uh, oh, great name. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic name. And a, a, a great club. So um, that was great. And that really gave me a real good kick up the behind. And uh, I started doing lots of marathons and, and stuff like that. And was, I was around four or five marathons done. Yeah, and I want to talk to you about one specifically, <laughs> as you know, Stephen, because... Do, yeah. yeah, and I spoke about you on the show at the time when you were doing this. You took on a marathon around your house during lockdown. It was one of the really good, like, uplifting, positive stories to come out of lockdown. Such a big challenge to take on. And you did this all for mental health. Uh, tell me about this. I'd say it was some experience. It was a great experience, so it was. Um, he'd only taught it the week beforehand. We were in our first week of lockdown, and I needed something to focus on for a few days. And I remember um, it was just the 2K rule. You know, you couldn't go as far as 2K. So I was running out the road, and I was saying, oh, I'd love to do something long, but for a worthy cause. And um, I decided... I was going to do a run around my house. And uh, so I said, I'll do a marathon around my house for Pieta House. So uh, it was uh, it was the second, um, the 4th of April, I think. It was a Saturday morning, if I'm right. And um, I started at 6 a.m. I just kept uh, at it. And, um, you know, uh, at around 12 o'clock, I finished. And my neighbour across the road at the time, he, he's into photography. So he was standing in the middle of this. We live in the cul-de-sac estate and he was taking pictures uh, of me doing it. And um, he took, threw them up on Facebook. And when all his friends were seeing these pictures, they started donating to the two. Oh, yeah, fantastic. So every, you know, 
every uh, every little positive thing helped to benefit the charity and that's what it was all about you know and it kept you uh, because in the difficult situation of lockdown there mm. maybe was a possibility a small possibility that you know you might have relied on old crutches as well so it was keeping you out of that mm. from yeah. going back there you know absolutely yes um, yeah. and you know we posted on Facebook last night some really dramatic before and after pictures of you yeah. and my God I can't believe mm. it's the same person you look incredible the health is radiating, radiating out of you in the second picture and I wanted to just kind of give you a flavour of some of the comments that people were saying okay people are like saying oh my God what a transformation such an inspiring man well done Stephen can't wait to listen in to you today uh, can't wait to hear your story oh my God he looks incredible all of this is coming out for you. So I just wanted to make sure that you, you, you knew that, okay? Yeah, um, yeah. Thanks, by the way, everyone. Thank you. Uh, so for people like you who might be battling weight or demons, you know, mental mm. health issues or both, mm. what advice would you have for them? Well, well, my advice would be would be to um, go out, go to some shop, buy a pair of runners, start walking, Ring friends, ring people you can trust on the phone. You know, there is a mm-hmm. thing called Zoom. There are so many avenues in Zoom where you can get help for all your demons, you know, and that's a great thing. You know, this is a, this is a great excuse what's going on at the moment to just sit on your pity pot and feel sorry for yourself. Lie there and do nothing, you know what I mean? And mm. there is one more bit of advice as well. If you're doing something and you're not happy doing it and it stresses you, talk about it and try and change it because if you don't your mental health is at risk I was in a situation a few weeks ago where I was doing something and I wasn't happy mm. and I had I had this anxiety about saying speaking my mind about it and uh, I spoke my mind about it and the sky didn't fall in mm. nobody died and everything walked out the way that was meant to walk out and you know it just goes to show Speak your mind and don't keep stuff to yourself because that's when you start turning to food, alcohol, drugs, all these things. Listen, it has been an absolute pleasure speaking to you on the show from Monday Motivation today. Keep up your incredible work. You look amazing. You should be so, so proud of yourself. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 